Hey guys, 382. One way to become a powerful blogger, and by that I'm talking about a blogger who really loves the journey, who blogs predominantly mainly to help people and to have fun blogging, and who cares little of outcomes like money and traffic. You know, you don't have the fear, the attachment, and who by embodying these qualities, by being this type of blogger, even though you don't crave the influence or the clout, like you don't really want it, naturally the byproduct of you being this blogger is you gain influence and clout. The real side effect that you enjoy of that is helping more people because ultimately genuinely powerful bloggers are doing it mainly because they have fun helping people. But the byproducts of having fun helping people are influence, clout, worldly success, and being given the platform to serve more human beings. So it's a cool side effect. But the step to be a powerful, really powerful blogger is to share maybe not all of your journey, because there's going to be some things that are going to be between you and God. They're going to between, be between you and yourself. It's just how it is. But, 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 if you are willing to share most of your blogging journey, including losses, grief, pain, suffering, fears, what you had to experience to become the powerful blogger you are, you will become powerful. Now, of course, you're going to share your wins too and your success, inspiration. Wow, this is what you could do when you blog the right way. But that real power comes from facing your deepest fears concerning being a fraud, concerning looking vulnerable, concerning allowing people to see the real you. Now I'm writing this, quote unquote, ha ha ha, speaking this podcast after writing a post earlier today explaining why there were two events in my life that helped me become the seeming prolific blogging machine that some people think I am. And I get that from some folks sometimes. Ryan, you're a machine. Ryan, you're a special human being. I love what you do. What's your secret? Now, I view myself as just a blogger. And I might once in a while from ego say, oh, yeah, I'm a blogging machine and this and that. And that's okay. That's my ego. I own that. I'm at peace with that. But largely, guys, I love you and I want to help you based on my experience, my skills, this is why I do what I do. I could never be the blogger I am if I was doing it solely for myself or to make money off of you or just to take care of myself and screw you guys. You know I love you. There's no way I could be this blogger otherwise. But the two experiences, and this is how I access this power where people see me as being powerful, they perceive me that way that helped mold me into the blogger I am today forced me to face
feel and release some of my deepest, most brutal fears and pains. When I was free of those fears and pains, largely, I became really generous, peaceful, compassionate, abundant, helpful. And by helping a lot of people for free, I gained skills, exposure, and credibility that helped me be the person I am today. But these two experiences that helped me become a really powerful blogger that I shared today were the, or have been, you know, I mean, in the case of my mom, my mother's terminal illness and the illness and death of my mother-in-law. Now, both of these experiences triggered in me fear and pain that I had to feel and release. Like, I couldn't just say, oh, it sucks, my mom and her terminal illness, or it sucks, you know, my mom in law and her prolonged illness and suffering and death, her passing on. I had to step into the fear and feel the, the pain and the fear and the grief and the suffering of watching these two people who I loved and who were really phenomenal people and compassionate and kind, and they were human, they had their shadows, of course, but it was only by feeling these fears and these pains, crying, having my mind race, observing suffering, there's really not gonna be a most terrific, brutal fear and pain and grief and guilt that you will experience as you will completely being with watching your mother suffer and physically regress into sitting in a bed, sleeping, and being force-fed to survive. And my mother hasn't spoken a word other than eh, in many years. She has not been able to care for herself in seven years. And she's still alive, but the past few years has been hospice. So my mother's existence has been sleeping, waking up, being force-fed, saying a word or two. Sometimes she notices my dad a little bit, maybe. Sometimes she notices me, and this is her soul's experience, but I had to be with the fear, the exquisite fear, pain, and grief of that experience to clear that fear and pain, which by default allows me to be loving. God created us to be love and generosity and forgiveness and to see the through the illusion of fear and pain, but you have to feel it. Now, at times I cried over my mom's experience until I almost threw up. I would not be able to sleep on and off collectively for months until two, three in the morning. I had to feel that. And when you look, like I live a worldly life, I'm just a worldly schlub. But when you look at enlightened beings, when you look at Christ and Buddha and you look at the Dalai Lama today or the Kriya Yogi, Sri Yukteswar and Lahiri, 
Amasai, I'm sorry, my Indian pronunciation's off, and Yogananda, the exquisite suffering, fear, and pain that these individuals had to feel and release to become enlightened. This is, my goal is not enlightenment, of course, I live a worldly life, but this you become to, you come to understand that you have to step into these fears to be serene, to be at peace, and to live worldly success in these triggers. And in the case of my mother-in-law, I mean, Kelly and I made her home through her generosity and kindness, compassion, and love. Very compassionate, like my mom, a compassionate, loving person. That was home base when we came back home from our worldly travel. So having to observe that, the profound suffering, the grief, the pain, the fear, to have to observe that. And in my mother-in-law's case, I almost completely observed it from a from a state of surrender and passiveness. Having to watch that and feel it unearth fear and pain in me that had to go, that I had to feel, that I had to feel and that had to go for me to be the blogger I am today. So you'll say, why are you so prolific and generous? You're a machine. You're so helpful. I still have my fear and pain, but largely I'm not saddled by the fear and pain and the blanket object selfishness, self-centeredness, survival mode that most human beings live in because they haven't addressed their own fear and pain in intimate, exquisite, personal fashion. Kelly and I have, and we continue to, and we continue to learn and to grow and evolve and She's grieving. She's sharing more on her blog and her Instagram, her grieving of her mother. It was my mother. It was my mother-in-law. And she's evolving into this incredibly powerful dynamo. And she's realizing who she is. And make sure you follow her on Instagram and follow her blog at Live Life Made to Order. Because she's being with it. And she has been with it, but in a way that she hasn't. And... This is how you become a powerful blogger. You release the saddle of fear and pain that appears to cripple humanity and most bloggers. Because most bloggers, oh, I can't blog, or I can't do this, or I can't do that, or I have writer's block. And they give up. They cower to writer's block. They cower to this. And the only reason I say that from a place of compassion, why they cower, is because they have so much fear and pain in them from having their fathers leave them from being abused mentally, sexually, emotionally, physically, from the teacher that humiliated them, the priest that humiliated them, the sheer terror of the matrix, the news, like all this stuff. We have all these experiences, guys. If you step into the fear, even though it feels brutal, and the pain and the grief, and you cry till you throw up, and you just, you clear that fear and pain eventually, and you will appear to become a god among human beings who just won't face it. And they'll say, you're a machine, you're a robot, you're so compassionate. And I say, I felt the fear and pain. And when you clear it, you feel good. That's the upside. You feel at peace, you feel serene, you accept it. I accept Almost completely, not totally because I'm not enlightened, but I accept my mom's soul's journey. I accepted my mother-in-law's soul's journey. This is how you become a powerful blogger. Not only do you do these things, and I like again, you're not going to share every single 
element from your life, but you're going to share these experiences with humanity and they'll look at you and they'll be like, wow, look at how inspiring, look how human, look at the rest of the story. I'm going to follow that guy even more. And this post today was time for me to write it. And I can only write it because I shared the experiences. Do you see what I mean? And I can only do it at this time because it was the perfect place and perfect time. My blog is not going to be an endless supply of these are the nightmares I went through because I'm not that person anymore. But I had to share it. See what I mean? And I'm going to say, see what I mean? Because it's it's so difficult to realize that the people who appear to have this power, number one, largely don't care about having power. They care about sharing people, uh, sharing their knowledge and their inspiration of being generous and serving people. But they also had to face and feel intimately these exquisite forms of pain, fear, and suffering, and grief, and guilt to become the dynamic bloggers that they are and to gain that power. And they share it. I wrote about it today. There's a lot of people that are just so embarrassed and ashamed for all these fears to share that they went through, not so much went through hell, but they felt it. And they're like, ah, I'm just going to put the attention on me. But those bloggers who do that are transparent share their wins, losses, their screw-ups. They're not afraid to be vulnerable. They're not afraid to be human. These are the bloggers who gain the most power. And the beauty is they don't even care about the worldly power. They don't care about being powerful. They just have fun helping people. They have fun being generous, serving people. And, of course, they accept money and they accept the platform to help more people, worldly success. They accept it. They don't reject it but it's such a small part of what they do.